Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. Today is October the 10th. And I have a few things that I want to share with you today that will hopefully motivate you and maybe get a new vision for what could be in your business as we move forward throughout the rest of this year, which is basically winding down now. We are in the 10th month, a few months left, and before you know it, we'll be in 2024. But I have to say that November of 2022, towards the end of the month, I went through a transformative period of time in my own business because I decided to just jump headfirst into the whole early part of the AI movement, and I was one of the early adopters. And it has been the biggest thing, the biggest transformation that I've seen in my own business, whereas if I compare what I'm doing today with what I was doing this time 12 months ago, I can see the impact that AI has had a positive impact on my own business. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're a freelancer or a solopreneur, and even if you have a large agency and you're struggling to maybe keep everyone happy, one of the difficult things to do is when you have employees, people working for you, you have an agency type of business, you have to keep the jobs coming in, you have to keep the motivation high or else the best workers that you have will be looking for work elsewhere. And it's difficult to hold on to talented people unless you're able to pay them and pay them well. Well being defined, I guess, a little bit differently depending on where you live in the world, depending on what your needs are. I guess being paid well in a place like New York City is going to be a little bit different than being paid well in a place like uh, Utah. Nothing against the people in Utah, but when you think about getting a small one-bedroom apartment for $5,000 a month in New York compared to what you could get for that in Utah, it's quite a difference. And so a lot has changed. AI has done a lot of damage to a lot of content creation-based businesses because you no longer need to have as many human beings doing the work hands-on as you did before AI. I recognize that. I don't look at AI as the enemy or anything else. I just look at all of this as this is the terrain. This is what we have to work with. We could argue endlessly about what needs to change, what would be better, what wouldn't. But at the end of the day, after we're done exerting all of that energy, things are still the way they are. And so I've learned to do what I can to affect change in the way that I can do it. And then I learned to adapt to the circumstances that I'm living in. And the circumstances we're living in today are a bit more threatening than they were even a few years ago. You can see things happening in the economy that aren't good. You can see things happening in the business world that aren't good on a personal level. We see more people in debt today with higher numbers than ever before. I've gone over all of that before, not to discourage people, but so that you are rooting your plans in reality. And I look at it like this. My determination is, isn't to be a fatalist, isn't to say that this is the time we're living in. I want to do the best that I can do to get the most out of the opportunities that I see in front of me right here, right now. Tomorrow will have its own worries. I don't want to borrow problems from the future that aren't here yet, but I do want to be aware of threats 
and do what I, what's in my power to do, and sometimes it feels like that's very little, to be prepared for them. So before we go any further, today's episode is sponsored by the Digital Strategist Newsletter. It's available at jimsnewsletter.com and the One-to-Many System, my full marketing system, which is available at one-to-many-system.com. That's jimsnewsletter.com, one-to-many-system.com. If you haven't checked those out, go ahead and check those out. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today. And AI really has changed quite a few things in my business. I think it can do the same for you. I think it depends how you're viewing where your business fits into your marketplace today. And are you capable of delivering the kind of value that people need, that people want, maybe that people even expect today? In the early days, we could build websites for people, hand them to them, and they'd be perfectly happy to have a nice-looking website, functioning website. Today, we look at it from more of an angle, at least I do, is how can we utilize this to make more money for your company? How can we utilize what we've built here in order to generate more prospects and more leads? How can we do all that? The other side of it is the bigger, the macro picture is what are you doing or are you doing business in a marketplace that is not going to be doing well for the foreseeable future? A few of my products and services fit that description. And so rather than just you know, sit around and lament the fact that oh, people aren't buying this kind of product the way they used to, we need to move forward and do something about it because that is a life, that is the entrepreneurial life. Maybe you didn't really sign up for that, but if you would have done a little bit of research or if you've been an entrepreneur long enough, I'm, t- I'm, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, you know what it's like. You know that sometimes things come in waves. Some of those waves last for years. Some of those waves, however, are very short term and you do the best that you can while you can do it. But one of the things that I'll be honest, it did dishearten me a little bit was I've always been a pro information kind of person. You know, knowledge is power, that kind of thing. Well, really, it's applied knowledge that's power. But you you know what I'm, what I'm talking about. And I always used to enjoy learning new things. One of the reasons why I jumped on AI is because, well, let me just stop for a moment and say this. I really believe that I was led into this area. Uh, I know I had interest in it, but it has been years since I've been able to dedicate four, five, six hours a day into doing one thing and not be burnt out and not be bored and not be distracted. And that's the way AI has been for me. Not so much AI with images, but AI with creating um, strategy and uh, certain types of content. And so starting in the end of July, or excuse me, I was thinking about when this podcast first started, July 2017. November 2022 was when I first started getting into AI, and it, it was just a matter of days before I was hooked. Since that time, I've invested countless hours in ChatGPT, uh, Perplexity AI, Claude AI, not so much the visual stuff, although I've used some visual AI tools also. Nothing wrong with them, but I really began to see as far as getting a return on the investment, getting a return for clients, which in turn would be getting a return for myself, I saw that AI was going to be the way for me to go. So 
Today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how AI has transformed some of my marketing services. And the whole idea is not so that you can be well-versed in what I'm doing, but so that you can compare maybe what you have, what you're doing right now with what you might have in just a matter of weeks if you decide to uh, adopt some of these things into your own business. One of the big things I didn't see coming was lifelike AI voices and the role that those voices would play in video and content creation. And so I'm going to talk about all of that today. So let me start by talking briefly about a topic that most of you are familiar with, a term, organic leads. An organic lead is someone that comes to your business, discovers your business, finds out about your products and services, and they got there not because you bought an ad that they saw, but because you created some type of content that you put out there, whether it's on social media or blogging, video, audio, whatever it happens to be. So organic leads happens to be one of those topics that I've been probably researching over the years more than any other because I haven't had the kind of results from paid advertisements that I had hoped to have. And a lot of times I attributed that to the fact that maybe I wasn't good at managing ads, maybe I wasn't that great at creating ads. I felt comfortable creating content, but when it was time to put an actual ad together, I didn't have the same confidence that I had, let's say, in communicating the way I'm talking to you right now. I couldn't create a snippet of content, look at it and say, oh, that, that's great content. Find an image to go with and say, oh, that's the perfect image. Let's roll this ad out there. Let's start out with a simple low uh, $500 campaign. We'll see where it goes. We'll make our adjustments. And then over the course of time, we'll you know adjust, rinse, wash, repeat, all of that. I never got into that. I never caught the flow of that. Some of my friends did, and I always had more or less, um, uh, I, I don't want to say that I wrote paid advertising off altogether, but it's something that I kind of gravitated back towards, thinking one of these days I've really got to jump all in with paid advertising just to say that I've done it. Well, now, fast forwarding, here we are today in 2023. And today I have access to data that I didn't have access to back then. Not only my own data, but data from other people that I that I know that, and that I trust. And according to, quote unquote, the unofficial word on the street is paid advertising generally is awful. More and more, and I'm talking about large companies now. I'm not talking about little companies. Large companies are not happy with the return they're getting on paid advertising. Now, I know the little guy hasn't been happy for years with the result. Not all the time. That's not to say that every paid advertising campaign is a failure, not by a long shot. But as a whole, today where we are in 2023, the big companies are saying it. And so, you know, kind of everything kind of flows downstream like the saying goes. And so people in general today are not happy with paid advertising there have been lawsuits against companies like Facebook, and I'm not sure if Google had a lawsuit for this or not, but generally that advertising numbers were inflated, the number of people that were available to be reached, those numbers were inflated. And so once you have inflated numbers, once people are cheating on the back end, then it skews all of your results. and You really don't know what is successful and what wasn't and why. What you know is what it seems like based on what you're experiencing and what you see on your side. And so more and more of the big businesses and certainly my own clients want to eventually 
sort of pull back on how much money they're investing. Now, when we're talking about the companies that I deal with, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about companies that make more than. I, I don't want to put numbers out there. So I work with some large companies. Let's just say they make in the millions, but they're not in the hundreds of millions. Let's say they're under twenty million a year. So we're talking about like the biggest companies in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm also talking about them, but from personal experience, I think the company that makes the most money a year that I work with is still under $20 million. But still, that's a lot of money, and there's a lot of people working for that company and those companies. And so they are looking to scale back. They, the people that own those companies, are not happy with the ROI that they're getting on advertising and haven't been not just this year – but for many years. And so more and more of them are starting to migrate over into this area where they're looking for to invest in creating content to generate organic leads. And even the salespeople within these companies are saying that the organic leads are 10 times better than the leads that they're getting through paid ads. And, they're, and these leads are all tagged, of course, because if you have well, let's just say what we're working with today, Google Tag Manager. If you have Google Tag Manager and you set up ads or Facebook ads, then you know because these ads are tagged where they're coming from, which ones are from Facebook. Now, you can have the tagging set up in your website. You can have databases set up in your website where all the leads are recorded there. You can have the leads recorded on Facebook. You can have the leads recorded on all of these other platforms. But at the end of the day, wherever you record them, Eventually, the lead gets into the hands of a salesperson. The salesperson contacts that individual, and the sale is either made or it's not made. So all of those variables together, the salespeople as a whole are all saying that the paid ads are terrible, that whenever they see a paid ad come through, they are already are preparing for an uphill battle, whereas the organic leads are much, much better. And so one of the things that is quite alarming about that kind of uh, information is the fact that they, all of social media relies on paid advertising. Facebook rises and falls falls based on paid ads. Has Facebook let a lot of people go because their paid ads uh, revenue has decreased? Yes. Same thing for Google and same thing for all of these other companies. So if you're a little guy and you're hearing all this, then you already know that if you can create organic leads for your customers and your clients, as well as yourself. Now, sometimes you have to experiment with these things for your own business. The problem is a lot of us who are in marketing have used the, have experimented with selling more marketing information, which is already saturated. So in other words, to see whether the strategy is going to work or not, you have to put it into a field that is more open and not as saturated. I hope that makes sense. So what we have is we have saturated topics. And like I said, if, if you're in a saturated niche selling saturated uh, products and services, then there's a way to get unsaturated. It's not like you're at a dead end and, and you have an insurmountable problem ahead of you. You just have to focus on working in sub-markets, sub-niches, or different marketplaces where they're not used to having a social media presence where somebody posts every day, where they're not used to having video channels where people create new videos every week, where they're not used to having people blogging about that topic week in and week out, month in and month out. You get where I'm coming from? 
So that's where you can stand out. That's where the SEO power really comes in, whether we're talking about text content, audio content on podcasts or video content on places like YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, and all of those. Uh, TikTok, I guess. Now, some entertainment is some some business revenue is generated from entertainment. That's something completely different. You can do that too, especially if the entertainment is, again, an area that's maybe not quite as saturated. All right, that's enough about the saturation. I'm just trying to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. So organic leads, at the end of the day, are they going to be the people that find your products and services through non-paid natural means? The leads don't come from paid advertisements. They don't come from promotions. Instead, people discover you and your business through various channels like search engines, content marketing, word of mouth referrals. And they're becoming more and more important to the people that write the checks, to the people that own these larger companies. And my experience with working with these companies directly and my experience with knowing people in other companies is that businesses, especially those that are in the digital space, are starting to really, really highly value organic leads in a lopsided way over paid leads because they understand that these leads not only have a higher conversion rate, but they also tend to become longer customers having a longer lifespan, lifetime value. And so how does this connect back to marketing services? Well, when you offer marketing services to clients, the ability for you to create organic leads for them can be a game changer, not just for them, but for you. Because if you can create a return on the investment that they're making so that you can get more business to their site, now you can do this through design. You can do this through content. You can do this through many different ways. You're not locked into one way. And the thing is, AI is touching all of these different areas. As a designer, you can do design faster. And the thing that you have in your favor as a designer, because I know a lot of designers are discouraged right now, they feel like they're just another fish in the sea, if you have an eye for design, it's that's a blessing you have. It's a gift that you have. Don't belittle it. Especially if you know other designers, you all have the same gift. It just seems ordinary. Recognize this. There's a more people out there than not that don't have an eye for design, that don't have an eye for color combinations, font combinations. Be happy that you have that. The thing that AI can do for you is it will enable you to create things faster than ever before that look better than the average. See, right now, AI, as far as the visual side is going, I know it's going to get better, but it still needs that human eye, that human intervention. And when someone has the skill that others don't, then that AI content is going to look better because they're the one that produced it, if that makes sense. Okay, so <clears throat> for those of you who are in the marketing space right now, you now have the ability to create strategies and content that's going to resonate with your target audience, bring in potential customers who are genuinely interested in the offers, and that is, quote unquote, not to overdo it, but that's the game changer. When that works for your client, it works for you. When your client makes money, you make money. And imagine to be able to tell your clients that you can consistently provide them with higher quality leads, people who are actively seeking their products and services. And this is what organic leads are all about. And so can you do this? Yes, you can do it. Realistically, how long will it take you to do it? <clears throat> Let me see. I started with AI back in, let's say, December. 
is when I actually rolled it out. Before then, I was learning it for myself. It took about four weeks or so, six weeks to really feel comfortable in using it out in the wild. I started in with my first company doing some marketing stuff for them, let's say in just January of 2023. By the time we were three months out, we had about six months worth of uh, growth as compared to what I would have been able to do in the past. So double the growth in half the time. Is 90 days a long time? It is when you're waiting for money to come in. I understand that. But if you let people know ahead of time, this is going to take us approximately 90 days to do it. And you explain to them how marketing works, how SEO basically works, how it takes time for people to discover who you are. Then most people are willing to give you that window of opportunity. But in my journey now, I've witnessed firsthand on how organic leads not only boost it, my client's bottom line, but the ripple effect is my bottom line has been uh, boosted as well. So it does start with an understanding of what your client's target market is, what their pain points are, their online behavior, all of those things most of you have been hearing about for years. The difference is now you can put content together and strategies together that speak directly to these needs with a lot more speed and at a fraction of the price than you used to be able to do it for. For example, if you think about it, if you want to put a video together for a company, you can sign up for a service like Canva. And Canva is very inexpensive. I think they charge monthly. But what are we talking? $10 a month or something like that? And you can get access to the videos, the video background. So you can do a voiceover. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But you can create videos on the fly. Now, in the past, people were selling videos for two, $300 for one video and voiceovers and all of that. Now, maybe you have a voice that's good for a voiceover. Maybe you don't. But let me just keep going with that. I'm just throwing video content creation out there because I've never created videos in the past like that before. This year, I decided that, hey, with AI, with some of these tools, we might as well give it a shot. I was already familiar with creating tutorials using Camtasia Studio, with creating tutorials for my clients, with talking them through processes and strategies using video for sales. Why not create a two, three minute video that advertises a product or service and has a call to action and include that in part of my um, service offerings? And so I started to do that. So. Okay, let's go on a little bit further. Let's actually talk about the content creation side of it because I think this thing is, is important. So we talk about content creation, modern content creation. We're talking about things like everything from uh, blog posts, articles, videos, podcasts, and more. And so you have to think to yourself, uh, what can I do to create some kind of informative, engaging content? Well, the video part is where the engagement kind of comes in. And there have been so many background videos created. Just go on Facebook and look at some of these channels. You'll have a voice reading a script and maybe you'll see a couple walking down the beach at sunset. It's a short video, but the image of the couple walking down the beach at sunset creates a totally different type of feel to it than just reading it on a blog post. Think about some of the commercials that you see, they're only what, 15 seconds long? 
old, regular TV commercials, just even if you don't watch TV like I don't. <laughs> when, I, when I visit relatives, they still have the TV stations like the old days. And a commercial will come on and it might be some kids at the, at the table in the morning and they're advertising a breakfast cereal or something like that. Little short videos like that you could put together today totally on the cheap. Again, if even if all you had was Canva and some cheap video editing software, once you have the template down, you use it over and over and over again. Matter of fact, there's people on Fiverr that if you tell them, will put the same video together for you for very cheap. And this is something, again, in the past, I stayed away from it. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. And now, today, in 2023, I'm thinking, why did I stay away from it for so long? It was because I didn't think I would be able to do it affordably. It was because I thought it was going to take me forever to uh, edit these videos. And what I learned is if you create the same basic style video, the editing process gets faster and faster and faster and faster. Now, some people, some of my younger friends, they use CapCut. It's an online service. They use the free version. They use the free version of Canva. And they're putting these short videos together. They're uploading them to Facebook. They're uploading them to TikTok. They're doing all of this in a fraction of the time that it would take if we wanted to get professional actors together or professional voiceover people together. And companies are still worth or they're still used to paying hundreds of dollars for these videos because they can't put them together themselves. They don't understand the software. They don't understand how to hire actors. They can't get the lighting right. They don't want to invest in all of that. And the companies that come out to do that, that used to do that work with the lighting systems, and my friend had a company like that. He worked for a local news station. He read the news probably three out of seven nights. I think occasionally he did the weather. And he was in that industry for 20 years. And then he decided that he would start a business where he would interview local businesses they would create a video interview of it and they would use it on YouTube or on their website. Well, he would have to charge hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to have a viable business for a short video that only lasted a few minutes. Today, you and I can put that same short video together in a fraction of the time at like almost zero cost. Of course, you have to ch uh, charge for your time but you can put a short video together easily in 30 minutes that you're charging a few hundred dollars for. And if you're going to create those videos monthly for the client, putting out, I don't know, several videos a month, then you have a brand new revenue stream there. I know people that are good as far as the voiceover goes that are doing podcasts for their business clients now. And they're uploading them for free on Spotify podcast uh service that used to be anchor it's spotify now i set one of my clients up on spotify we took his articles that we used for his blog post turned those into audios which again we add video backgrounds and i'm going fast here because i have a lot of stuff i want to get in but content creation with the audio element with the video element with the text element and having these things loaded on all of these different platforms has had an impact on my client's bottom line the way would never have if let's say you and I got together and we decided let's create a blog about blogging or let's create a sales system on how to 
make more sales. You get where I'm coming from? <clears throat> that's the change that's happening now. It's it's the B2B opportunity open window for you to go in and make enough money where you're going to be happy because you're you're going to make hundreds to thousands of dollars every month by supplying them with something that the big companies can't afford to do. They can't afford to come out with their lighting and with their interview people and with our setup without charging. And again, depends where you are in the country or where you are in the world. You know, a few thousand bucks for one video. These companies aren't going to be paying a thousand dollars for one video um, a week indefinitely. I mean, it's just not going to work that way. But yet you, you can create the value by turning written words into videos and I, I don't want to tell you exactly the way that you should do it. I think that was one of the things that messed me up in the past with doing this is that people would say, oh, you've got to have this and you've got to have this element. You've got to have another element. And it's just not true. Matter of fact, <coughs> excuse me, I listened to a YouTube uh, channel. It's one of like the Bigfoot channels where they talk about Bigfoot sightings. I don't know why. I like to, in, uh, you know, unwind sometimes at night listening to these Bigfoot uh, sighting stories. Maybe some of them are true, maybe not. But I find them entertaining. And the guy that narrates it has a great narrating voice. And he, they usually have like one image on the screen for the whole story. And the story may last about 10 minutes. And he comes out with usually a new story a week. And then he has some stories on his site that have nothing. It's like a pay, uh, a paywall. <clears throat> for stories that he doesn't have on his YouTube channel. And he talks about other weird things that happen. Those of you into that kind of thing, you know that there's some weird stuff out there that who, who knows what it is, but things that hunters see that are unexplainable, things that people who live in the swamps see and all of that. Anyway, so I like to listen to that sometimes at night, and I was amazed that I liked the content, and if he wasn't on YouTube, I would have never found him. And believe it or not, I might be an audio creator, but I'm not an audio consumer. I'm a video consumer. Who knows why that is? But when I'm mobile, I like to have my mind clear. I don't like to listen to anything. I like just to be alone with my thoughts. But when I'm home and I'm in, engaged in the daily things of life, I love to have videos on, even if they're in the background playing. That's just me. And it's easy to do with YouTube, right? You just put on YouTube. YouTube's an app. It can go on your tablet, on your desktop. But I watch quite a few videos. Anyway, uh, you can do all the above. You can do all the above because AI is making it possible to do so. Informative videos, engaging podcasts. And the crazy thing is about the AI voice, which was something I stumbled into, was that I had a um, – I do a lot of talking and sometimes I get this tickle in my throat and it is just merciless. I just, I'm hacking, I'm coughing. I can't clear my throat. It takes me like 20 takes just to put a short two minute video together. And so one day I decided to invest in one of these AI platforms and I found a woman's voice that was so realistic. I thought, this is incredible. And so what I did was I typed out what I wanted to say in a Word doc, could have been a Google doc, it didn't matter. I uploaded it into the system and she read it out perfectly point for point. 
There was one mess up that she had on reading um, a website address properly. So I had to write it differently. Like I wrote www space dot the word dot dot com. I had to write that out. And but other than that, everything else that I wrote, she read flawlessly. And so I began experimenting over the past few months with uploading short videos to these online different online platforms. Short videos typically five minutes in length. And it's amazing how many people that I've been able to connect my clients to just by doing this, using platforms like Facebook, BitChute, all these new um, Rumble, Odyssey, all of these other platforms out there uh, have have been new avenues for business, have been new ways to connect with uh, an ever-growing audience. And it's, it has been nothing short of incredible. And this is great news for you too, because when you think about it, short videos have an impact, they resonate with an audience, and they'll allow you to share insights and updates and content in a format that is both engaging and convenient, and because people have such a short attention span, everything is such a fast-paced world today online, these short videos are easily digestible, they're easily shareable, and they offer an excellent way to convey a message concisely. And because they're short, they are also easily edited as compared with trying to edit a 30-minute video. Have any of you ever edited a long video? I mean, if you have an hour video, it can take you three hours to edit an hour video. And this is one of the things in the past that kept me from getting on camera and doing that. Because the longer the video goes, the more apt you are to say something doesn't make sense, say something doesn't look right, or just do something stupid that needs to be edited out of the final cut. Now, if you're live, okay, live is one thing. Because people are immersed in the experience. They realize it's live. And people don't see those things in the same light as they do when they watch the recording. When they watch the recording, they don't want to hear things like, Oh, hey, John, it's great to see you. Or any of this all dead stuff that leads into... They just want the main content. And so they won't watch all of that stuff. That's the difference between live, a live audience. Hey, it's great to have a live audience. But the kind of person that engages in that, that likes that, is different from just, let's say, the average video watcher. But again, you can use uh, Canva. You can combine that with AI-generated voices to create some very compelling video content. I'd like to say right about this point, hey, if I could do it, you could do it. But I'm just, again, I'm throwing these things out there so you can look into them yourself. Everybody has an individual style. The AI voices, I have to say, they not only save time, but you can buy, believe it or not, they have, um, I don't want to say these lifetime deals because I don't know if the company will be around long time or not, but if you're just getting started, you can go to a place like AppSumo or any of those other places that sell lifetime deals on text to voice. Check them out for yourself. Even if only one voice out of 500 works well for you, that's all you need. You stay with that voice. You use it over and over and over again. They have voices that speak in different accents. For example, if I want a Australian accent or an English accent or an American accent, that's what you get. That's the voice you use. If you want a man or woman, you do that. They don't have an older person voice for some reason. You know that older voice? I think a Morgan Freeman voice would be awesome, but 
Anyway, they're also coming up with ways to digitize your voice and to create an AI voice based on your voice. Wouldn't that be something? Because once you have that, then you don't have to worry about ums and ands and, and editing all of that stuff out again. You just have to write the script and your own AI voice will take it from there. A few times I've used ChatGPT and Claude AI. Claude is another AI service that I've experimented quite a bit with to write an entire script. I'll basically tell it that I want to generate a two minute video, three minute video for my client talking about a specific service that they sell. And I've done this with ChatGPT. I've done this with Claude AI, the free versions of both. I've told it exactly what I wanted to produce. I told it what tools I was using, how many minutes I wanted the final product to be that I was going to fade from scene to scene. Sometimes I would use a still image. Sometimes I would use a video background recording and it created the entire script for me, including when to fade from one screen to the next. It created the words, everything that I needed. I plugged the words into the AI voice software or the AI voice app, and it went ahead and created everything for me. And it was incredible. All I did was compile the final version by putting the audio and the video together in Camtasia Studio, which I've been using for years. And as I mentioned earlier, some of my friends use the free version of CapCut. They do the same thing there. And so there are so many opportunities, I believe, today in this area, which is a sweet spot. It's a sweet spot because as a solo entrepreneur, as a freelancer, you're able to do tasks today that would require teams of people to do in the past. And so to be able to speak and do an audio or to have an AI do it, to be able to write content or design websites or have an AI do it, and to be able to do marketing content and text or have an AI do it. When you combine all these skills as being part of your repertoire, then you have an income generating machine as your personal brand. You become all of these things. It's not that you have to advertise that, hey, I use AI to do all of this stuff. People aren't buying or aren't paying for, and, and this is really important. I really want you to listen closely to what I'm about to say. People are not investing in a video or content or the fact that you're making an audio podcast for them. What people are investing in are the new customers and clients who will be buying their products and services for years to come. And free content draws that kind of person much better than paid ads do. All right, I think that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, please go ahead and share the episode link with them. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, or wherever else you may happen to be. Or send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. Back episodes can be found there as well. That's all for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.